0: Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt, and this is CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com and Alan Watt Sentient Sentinel EU on June the fifteenth, two thousand and seven. For those of you who tuned in to RBN for today's broadcast that I was going to be on with Michael Herzog it seems to be been cancelled because there was a big power outage after a storm went through their area down south which took down the power lines these storms are going to be more and more common as the environmental aerial alchemists speed up the process of spraying the sky and causing the warming combined with the harp technologies that I've spoken about previously for those who watch The Wizard of Oz you'll see the little man behind the curtain the professor can pull such scientific tricks that to those around it seems to be magic and that's what it is, it's magic to those who don't know magic is just science not explained to the, the general public it's interesting phenomena too to point out the spraying when it's really bad overhead and you notice the blank stares because their mind has already conditioned that anything of importance must be told to them by the news and they will deny their own sensibilities their own senses automatically they're trained to do so for me it's interesting to notice when people phone up and there is a television blaring in the background. You'd think you were listening to a zoo at feeding time with the squeals and howls and weird noises that comes from it. Yet to the daily viewer, they've been gradually brought up to different levels and through different levels to accept this as normal. Everything becomes normal given time and repetition they don't see and they can't equate with the past or even the recent past or two years or three or four years ago or even to 99 when they started to do all this flashing advertising that really started to affect people in a big way and subliminals are just bombarded at them Their comedies are not even hysterical They're beyond that, they're bizarre The canned laughter automatically makes people just join in That's why canned laughter is there And sure enough, it's a conditioned response They do it often enough and they will automatically laugh Even though they don't know what they're laughing at That's how bizarre it's got But it was all designed that way And all changes on television And formats happen worldwide At the same time On regular Across the country, across the world Talk shows FM AM But you're on daily With your favourite people of course Because you must always get to think You know your favourite people They keep them there for years. Would they lie to you? Some of you have grown up with them. So these talk shows give you your thoughts for the day. They give you your arguments for the day. They will also bring you to your conclusions on those argumentative topics for the day. It's a Delphi technique. Here's what's happening. Do you believe on this or do you believe on that and then sure enough like trained Pavlovian dogs, the people phone in all het up and bothered joining one side or another that's how simple it is done you're conditioned, conditioned, conditioned conditioned through various levels of political correctness without even knowing that's what it is the new Soviet the worldwide Soviet where the fascism is at the top above the bureaucrats above the politicians and the bureaucracies are run on a communistic style basis to run the people in a collective at the bottom. The people are there to serve the state, the world state and actuality it's here and by 2012 they'll probably announce it openly for those who the vast majority of have never clued into it. Not that they'll be angry about it, they're they're ready for it. The public are ready for any change at all, in fact, to be brought down the pike. They are quite happy being socialized into the belief that they're betters. Those superior people that are invisible to them, they're just they know they're there, up there above them somewhere are taking care of all the major problems while they can play work and play and they're quite happy with that a contented slave population has been the goal of tyrants for thousands of years most of it is illusion of course because when people try and find those safety nets that they thought were there to help them in times of need they find out they're nothing like what they envisaged they're nothing like the dramas and the soaps on television have given them the impression they are when they go for justice into courts they don't even know what they're walking into they certainly won't find that the lawyers who are dedicated and believe And fighting for a person's right It's a big club It's a Masonic club And the big club is the gavel Which the judge hits on the table Like all Masonic openings Justice came from the French word To joust When knights would joust on a field in display with an audience. Only the nobility were allowed to participate. Commoners uh, trying to do that would be killed by the nobility because you could never pretend to have true blood when you were a commoner. It was a form of sacrilege. Once in a blue moon, a knight would take on a competition on behalf of some of the commoners that's where the whole thing of a lawyer standing in between you came from the solicitor, the sun man, the soul would stand for you and it was judged by the person who was knocked off his horse, he being the loser the one who was still seated was the winner Uh, That was conclusive as to who was right and wrong in the justice system. Power, might, skill, one. Bad luck or a wind in the wrong direction could mean, or the sun in your eyes could mean you were the loser. That's what justice is. Justice today, of course, can be bought. It has always been that way. Years ago there was a British lord who was caught with a young secretary in his car. He'd hit a lamppost or something. He was behind the wheel. He was, he was charged with drunken, disorderly. Here he was next on the British newspaper's front page saying that he would buy justice, wait and see. Even though all the evidence pointed to him being behind the wheel and drunk and sure enough he got off with it and he came back on the media and and was back in the front pages of the newspaper saying I told you so because you see for the nobility there are separate laws always have been the whole idea of being judged by your peer group meant you could only be judged by the aristocracy, the nobility. The nobility have different rules for themselves with regard to social conduct and social laws. So he was telling the truth. He knew he'd get off with it because commoner laws, the ones meant for the masses, didn't apply to him. I've talked quite a bit on the coming integration of technology with the humans themselves being integrated into computerized systems of the virtual reality and from the top think tanks who know it's feasible because they already have the top think tanks they have the information on the fact that it's been done you see, they know how to do it it's all ready to go the computer was just a step-by-step process of getting you to accept something like this very gradually. Gradualism always works in society while the end product the, the final goal was always the goal from the very beginning before you even got a computer, before they told you the real intent. This guys in Hollywood who wrote science fiction knew all this because they were Given some of the information to write stories around to make you familiar with the idea of being integrated into a virtual reality, ultimately. That's what they do with Hollywood. It gives you predictive programming where you get the information. You're not aware that you're being downloaded with an idea because you think you're being entertained. Entertainment is far better than a lecture. Because the sensor, that part which sensors what's coming in and out, your shield is down. You're being entertained, you think. What I'm about to read is on this very topic of the phasing out of computer as you bring in the rest. And this is from Information Society Technologies you can look up cordis dash or forward slash IST web projects for this for the ist project fact sheet which they call ambient agoras agoras is a very high occultic word like viagra and gore and owls of that nature milk dynamic information clouds in a hybrid world ambient agoras and this organization i believe is based in germany in munchen munchen the project ambient agoras aims at providing situated services place relevant information and feeling of the place which is called genius loci to users so that they feel at home in the office they're talking about a virtual office this is achieved by using information technology it in an innovative way combined uh, via ambient displays embedded in the environment and mobile devices that are used in a combined way ambient agoras adds a layer of information-based services to the place enabling the user to communicate for help, guidance work or fun It integrates information into the architectural environment By means of smart artefacts It chips all over your home, all over the streets And so on The computer as a device disappears But the functionality is available in a ubiquitous and invisible fashion Finally, ambient agoras augmented reality By providing better affordances to existing places it aims at turning everyday places into social marketplaces. Isn't that going to be wonderful when you walk along your favourite little walks and you're being bombarded with hallucinations, really? That's how it will appear. To some, other ones will think the, the they're having visions as these characters appear out of thin air or above your head to sell you something, but fun, yeah? Where people can meet and interact. The project Ab- Ambient Agiras aims at providing situated services, place relevant information, and feeling of the place, the genius loci, to users so that they feel at home in the office, blah, blah. blah. They keep repeating the same stuff over again. Then it goes on the objectives. Ambient Agoras is a project which addresses the office environment as an integrated organisation located in a physical environment and having particular information needs both at the collective level of the organisation and at the personal level of the worker. The worker will be the collective, of course. The project promotes an approach to designing individual as well as team interaction in physical environments, augmented physical artefacts to support collaboration, information or informal communication, social awareness, and to enhance the quality of life. Oh, enhance the, it's amazing how it, the, everything who's everybody's pushing everything to do with electronics right now. It's going to be enhance, it's going to enhance you like improve you, uh, a better design, ideal design, ID. And as I say, it will eventually cause the disappearance of computing devices. They'll use sensing technologies such as badges or tags, smart artefacts, ambient displays, mobile devices, tables, walls and emerging functionalities of two or more artefacts working together. During the course of the project, these technologies are to be tested for user feedback and evaluated with different methods by setting up pilot installations in the work environment of the partner EDF. Since the use of sensing technology for the detection of people raises issues at privacy The project investigates these aspects in parallel to system design and technology development In other words, they're finding ways around uh, people's resistance to it before we even get it Which is pretty standard Description of work approach In our approach, we're combining two perspectives that can be taken towards the issue of how the computer will disappear We propose that the disappearance can happen in two ways. Via the physical disappearance by becoming very small due to miniaturization. Via the mental disappearance of devices by becoming invisible because they're integrated, embedded in the physical environment such as the walls, doors, tables and around us. Of course what they don't tell you here is also in us. They're not considered as computer devices. Devices anymore, but as augmented elements of the environment. And these guys don't want to change the environment, eh? In the latter case, the resulting artifacts can be even quite large, but their appearance is transformed so that they are perceived as everyday artifacts that are augmented for communicative and cooperative situations. Thus, people move the computer device character in the background. And the functionality in the foreground, this approach has implications for the design of interacting with computers, respectively, with the resulting compound artefacts. Interaction with them becomes more and more implicit and is to a large degree triggered by sensors that detect people and objects in their neighbourhood. For those who want to check it out, they have a list at the bottom of the page. how long it's been up and running and uh, the costs of this project 3.28 million euro this is only one company contract type cost sharing etc and it was started up in 2001 this one I think went on till 2003 but no doubt has transformed another name and they had 1.64 million euro donated as well, that's probably from the government the governments are behind this you'll find it has been tested out in Germany, France and some other countries it's also related to the European Commission who helps the funding the Information Society and Media DG, Cordis FP6 this this web I'm reading from now is the IST web and you can go on from there if you want more details. Uh, this is coming up more and more, of course, as uh, even the ones who are enthusiastic about it, meaning those who work in the, these areas, are pushing more and more, more and more funding to implement this. As I say, the funding for research and augmentation and implementation is what de- determines the direction of society. That's why the big foundations working hand-in-glove with their governments, often the members of governments are also board members of the foundations, or have been or will be again, etc. That's how you run and shape and direct a future. This future is to create a world peace where most people can't think for themselves, they will not be able to even perceive of themselves as individuals, And for an elite, a dominant minority at the top, you will have, in fact, a form of world peace. Except the elite being psychopaths then won't have much fun in pulling the wool over the people's eyes. There's not much fun if you've broken all the legs of the sheep and they're all down. Uh, You can only kick them so long and hear the occasional squeal till you're bored with that. These psychopaths eventually will have to turn on each other because there's only one throne at the top, you see, and each one of them wants to sit on it as the first king of the world. There are those who will always believe in the reality given to them by the newspapers, by the magazines, by television, radio they were just evolving naturally towards a specific goal long ago they talked about creating an egocentric or egocentric society egocentric society is almost a psychopathic society where human values would cease to be related around the tribe, the people or the nation you'd become self-centered and the world would revolve around you your senses would have to be appeased for those who understand addictions of all kinds you realize that it's easy for marketing companies to exploit The senses And you see the effects all over the place Especially with the advertising for food And take out Just look at the families that crowd in there on the weekends To the favourite places And mouse all sit and chew and chew uh, This rubbish that they eat They're generally way overweight but undernourished Because there's no value of nutrition in what they're eating however you couldn't stop them from going there because it's full of msg which is makes it a bit addictive these are little factories it's like a bunch of chickens all in the uh, the coop just chewing and chewing away i never go into those places because it's very depressing to watch The people are egocentric. We know that, in fact, from all the studies on muggings and rapes that have happened in broad daylight in some cities over the years, where even people standing at bus stops can see something happening, and no one goes to stop it. Mind you, part of that conditioning too is because they're terrified that the police will arrest them should they injure the, the nasty character. Uh, this is intentional too, to to break up natural responses of helping each other, protecting each other, and we saw this very very well. It was depicted well by the media as they kept showing us over and over. They love this repetition of over and over of emotive pictures with the hurricane that went through, or Ternaria went through New Orleans. People sitting on rooftops, slipping into the water, while those next door were not allowed to go and help them by FEMA. This is intentional, and the viewers were put under a spell too, because They kept showing you helicopters flying over and over and not even dropping anything which was needed to the people. It gives a feeling of helplessness, inevitability. It it breaks a form of bond between the natural response, which is really the survival of everyone, and puts you in a category where you're all victims, including the watchers. This is psychological warfare repeated over and over they first tried these techniques with racing cars and once in a while the news will still bring one up where you see a, a spectacular crash which is part of the reason they all go and they'll show you that same crash over and over and over and over and nauseum the same technique was well rehearsed obviously because every television station on the planet went into to drive right away overdrive in fact with the twin towers as we saw or it appeared to see planes going in the same plane going in over and over and over for days that's psychic driving psychic trauma which was intentional because to get a war going that you've planned for years you've got to make the the igniting incident overwhelm the viewers get them emotionally involved psychological warfare well understood in higher military quarters and specialised departments but the breaking off. The individual from the individual was always the goal of totalitarian governments and systems. The real system is above the government, the government's only part of the system. It is interesting that really there's nothing new under the sun when it comes to explaining philosophies or, in some cases, new sciences, as they're sometimes called, such as psychiatry or psychology. I've read a piece before from Carl Gustav Jung's book called The Undiscovered Self. He talks about the shadow side of people, The shadow side is the deep unconscious sea which participates in decision-making because it's through your emotions that it can get its own way over an intellect or rationality at times. As I say, it's always easier to do the wrong thing than the right thing. But he's talking in this book about some of the things he saw coming back in the '40s and '50s. The old argument was, oh, who is more powerful an individual or the group? Well we know that everything that has some kind of power today in the authorized structure are authorized groups, affiliated as members with United Nations. Carl Jung, on page 102, talks about the individual man. He says, The individual man knows that as an individual being he is more or less meaningless and feels himself the victim of uncontrollable forces. But, on the other hand, he harbors within himself a dangerous shadow and opponent who is involved as an invisible helper in the dark Machinations of the political monster. It is in the nature of political bodies always to see the evil in the opposite group. Same with people, of course, and tribes. Just as the individual has an ineradicable tendency to get rid of everything he does not know and does not want to know, and that's more important that last part, he doesn't want to know about himself by foisting it off on somebody else. In other words, take out the the, uh, the big spike in your own eye before you criticise others or people in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. It's been said over and over and over again, much more simply. Nothing has a more divisive and alienating effect upon society than this moral complacency and lack of responsibility, and nothing promotes understanding and rapprochement more than the mutual withdrawal of projections. We project onto others that which we don't want to see or admit to within ourselves. This necessarily corrective requires self-criticism, for one cannot just tell the other person to withdraw them. He does not recognize them for what they are any more than one does oneself. We can recognize our prejudices and delusions only when, from a broader psychological knowledge of ourselves and others, we are prepared to doubt the absolute rightness of our assumptions and compare them carefully and conscientiously with the objective facts. We see this with the politicians, with their goals, and the, the band leaders, you know, Bush and Blair, etc., as they demonize the enemy, the standard strategy to get the public whipped up behind them they always demonize and dehumanize the enemy while they themselves have done far more worse at home far more worse actually when they're in the know of what's been happening with their own populations over a long period of time with uh, inoculations, autism and debilitating diseases often which come out of laboratories. But no, they can always point over the sea somewhere at someone who's different, dresses differently, talks a different language, has different customs, and that's them projecting their own hatred outside of themselves onto others. We can recognise our prejudice and illusions only when, from a broader psychological knowledge of ourselves and others, we are prepared to doubt the absolute rightness of our assumptions and compare them carefully and conscientiously with objective facts. Funnily enough, self criticism is an idea much in vogue in Marxist countries, but there it is subordinated to ideological considerations and must serve the state. And not truth and justice in men's dealings with one another. The mass state has no intention of promoting mutual understanding and the relationship of man to man. It strives rather from atomization for the psychic isolation of the individual. The more unrelated individuals are to each other, the more consolidated the state becomes and vice versa. And I'll read that last part again because it's very, very pertinent to this topic I'm on about today. The mass state, and that's what we're in today, the collective, they chose the collective society long ago at the Royal Institute of International Affairs and the Club of Rome has been the ideal state for managing the populace by a bureaucracy well, above them, of course, as I've said before, are the fascist ones, the ones who interbreed, believe in eugenics, believe they are superior. But, yeah, all those below are, are really run by a communistic system of sameness. Everyone must be the same, have the same opinions, be politically correct. The mass state has no intention of promoting mutual understanding and the relationship of man to man. It strives rather for atomization, for the psychic isolation of the individual. The more unrelated individuals are, the more consolidated the state becomes, and vice versa. Then he goes on to say, there can be no doubt that in a democracies too, the distance between man and man is much greater than is conducive to public welfare or beneficial to our psychic needs True all sorts of attempts are being made to level out glaring social contrasts by appealing to people's idealism enthusiasm and ethical conscience but characteristically one forgets to apply the necessary self-criticism to answer the question who is making the idealistic demand? Is it perchance someone who jumps over his own shadow, his own subconscious, in order to hurl himself avidly on an idealistic program that promises him a welcome alibi, an alibi for his real intent. And that, of course, is what the psychopath does. The psychopath smells the crowd, what they want, what they want to hear, and becomes the champion. It's been used over and over. Once he has authority over the people, he was off in tangents the public never suspected. That is part of the problem today. The public have been trained and they also have tribal instincts regardless of the era we live in. We have natural tribal instincts where we want to deify almost leaders. At one time, the leaders lived like the people. They had no more possessions than the people. But through the introduction of money, which gave them power and more material wealth, and then standing armies, they placed themselves perpetually and their offspring in power. On page 105 of The Undiscovered Self, Young says this. Reflections of this kind should not be taken as superfluous sentimentalities. The question of human relationship and of the inner cohesion of our society is an urgent one in view of the atomization of the pent-up mass man whose personal relationships are undermined by general mistrust. Wherever justice is uncertain, now listen to this, wherever justice is uncertain, and police spying and terror are at work, human beings fall into isolation, which of course is the aim and purpose of the dictator state, since it is based on the greatest possible accumulation of depotentiated social units, To counter this danger, the free society needs a bond of an effective emotional, that is, effective nature, a principle of a kind like Caritas, the Christian love of your neighbor. But it is just this love for one's fellow man that suffers most of all from the lack of understanding wrought by projection. this last part is so important wherever justice is uncertain and police spying and terror are at work you see the war on terror is a war of terror well understood in revolutionary circles for a long long time hundreds and hundreds of years the doublespeak of the psychopath is to project it and distort it till you think it's out there somewhere and you're having a war against it but in fact the dictator's state with its spying on every individual its total information network as it's called now with the occasional show on television as you take down families or individuals who don't quite uh, comply or are suspect in some way or other the exact same techniques used in the Soviet system but shouldn't surprise us since they have people who work for the KGB working now for the Pentagon and for the White House. The same techniques are in use as they rush forward the next part of this plan, this revolutionary plan of total domination. Wherever justice is uncertain and police spying and terror are at work is to terrorise the public who view this Human beings fall into isolation. They don't communicate with each other except on the, a very superficial, automatic level, such as, have a nice day. How are we to today? The weather is nice. The weather could be better. How about the MJs, eh? Or whatever other sports team is in vogue right now. That is all they can say to each other without worrying about saying the wrong thing and being reported as he says here the ideal which never happened of course because ideals seldom do but the ideal Christian love of your neighbor a form of caritas it should overcome this but it suffers because we project onto everyone else who's different all of our own fears. When people are being heavily criticized as a group, such as people coming in from other countries, it's because the person who sees them coming in is fearful of them, fearful of losing what he thinks or she thinks is his or her culture being invaded. So, the, so things are projected onto them their own fears are turned around you project your fears onto those who come in and yes, there's no doubt about it when it comes in en masse as all governments at the top know you do have culture clashes for a while because there are great differences within customs and ways of living this is also being used to tighten up control over all peoples, including the newcomers because to those at the top the white peasant, the yellow peasant, the brown peasant the black peasant is still one big group of what they call junk genes otherwise you'd be up there with the elite they think all evolution has been at the stasis for too long and all those very wealthy rich families who've held on to power and wealth down through generations have proven their superiority they've proven the superior, the superior genes that they have you see, for well, the rest of you commoners well, you're junk genes and therefore you're fair game to be exploited the natural way of the predator, you might say that's how a predator and a psychopath views the people the antidote to this as Young said is to extend and put down your shield for a little while and test the waters to see how that works because the people must come together they must come together or they're doomed they're all doomed together if they don't the global elite have no favourite peoples no matter what some think when global government was planned a long time ago not just global government the real intent of global government not the intent sold to those who would help them Bring it about. The real intent was always to arrive and to surpass where we are today, the tract that we're on, by a small group with a superiority complex. To do so, they lied. They are very good at lying, and they believe they have the right to lie. They call it the noble lie. The masses won't understand, poor dears. They're all too stupid. They're in the dark. They are the profane, as they would say. Therefore we have to lie to them like children, for the greater good you understand of all. That's how they talk to each other. Therefore they drew up the League of Nations, then the United Nations, with all these high-sounding terms of how it's going to free people to be more individualistic and how it would bring all peoples together at the same time and that everyone's culture and way of life would be respected the big lie you see while now we see them bombing their way across the planet and blowing to smithereens all those cultures which are different and yet have survived for thousands of years and who are pretty well independent and where the individuals are so pretty independent and they be bombed and bombed and bombed until they give up their culture and they give up their way of life and they become dominated and interdependent there's something you can always count on with psychopathy is the ability to always lie Get their way. Sad but true. People have short term memories. They're overladen on a daily basis with tons of frivolity mixed with horror called news and entertainment. That they can't hold on to the pertinent things that happen in their own lifetime. They forget, they have no memory. Yet what we allow to happen to others today, much, much worse will therefore come along tomorrow on those who allow it all to happen and say nothing. Because the end product of democracy is not even a democracy that you thought that was another noble lie. The democracy was a planned society like Planned Parenthood, abortion forced on the public forced societies an atheistic society for the general populace ultimately maybe a little pantheism dabbed in there so that we'll go along with helping Mother Earth by sterilizing ourselves but really it's for a small group to have peace in their time by lobotomizing us in one way or another and using us as the building blocks, the material, to create better, more willing servants, more efficient servants. After all, they keep telling us over and over, look at all the animals, we just evolved from the animals and now ordinary people believe that too with no proof what a great way to make people give up their sacredness within each other and towards each other and it's worked very, very, very well in the old Soviet system, in the cities people would walk through the streets with their heads down they didn't want to make eye contact you didn't know who was watching you or what camera was watching you or what little smile or gesture might be misinterpreted by the police who were looking at you through their screens or someone might turn you in as being a a form of thought criminal, not quite politically correct, that's all around you today. The children are indoctrinated in it. Nothing in this system developed by chance. It was all coordinated this way. the step towards complete annihilation of the conscious mind of the individual and remember the United Nations they declared war on individualism the sameness to be one you must all be the same one to be one UN UN one for those who enable this system to come about their usefulness will eventually be over too for those who get more material rewards and more privileges as it is to be called in the upcoming society this utopia where some are more equal than others they will be called the new nomads as they travel from one bureaucratic office across the planet to the next this was described by Jax Atali in Millennium subtitled Winners and Losers in the coming new world order their life will be a full of little rewards but a lot of monotony can you imagine travelling across the world and seeing the sameness everywhere you go nothing to intrigue you nothing to fascinate you by other cultures can you imagine that how boring it would be this land of the Borg the zombie as they then rush forward to the next part which is recreating new types of humans interfacing with computers and being a battery for energy your brain will be used to compute by masters above you. You will never know it even exist. In fact, you won't be even sure of your own existence. This is the wonders, because once they displace one god, they simply replace it with another. And science is a very cold, uncaring master. Sorry for the rushed blurb, but I was going to put on the RBN show, which was cancelled due to power outages down in the States because of a big storm that went through. I'd like to remind people that they can donate to me. Don't get peeved if I don't respond to you. I'm overworked, overloaded on my own here but I do appreciate the people who do send occasional and and there are a few a very few who do this donations to keep me going I'll keep going as long as I can and when I can't I won't I'll be gone I know what I say is having an effect I know there are people Using this now in universities and colleges, the various talks I give. I know there are groups formed around the world discussing the material, and for that I'm glad I've done something worthwhile. That's it for me for tonight. There's going to be a busy week. I got to get wood in and do a whole bunch of things which can't be done too late in the year. With a long winter here, you have to do so much to fix things outside, while you do have the weather to do it. And I'll be busy with that—very busy. This summer, from Hamish and myself, it's good night. And may your God or your gods go with you.